Hello, 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 and welcome back to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Thank you all again for those that have been listening. I super appreciate it. I just cannot say that enough. So you'll probably hear me say that for the rest of my days. So just heads up. (laughs) All right. So first off, just want to say sorry that I am getting to this podcast a little a little late in the week, but we're gonna I'm gonna really try this week to get it on track um, and really try to get these episodes out right after the shots episode comes on. So, you know, fingers crossed. You know, just also, you know, just keep in mind this gal over here is still doing a full-time job, you know, got a kid. You know, we're we're trying to do the best we can over here, but um, you know, we'll get it together. We'll get it together. So just again, just thank you all for listening. And I just, you know, super appreciate. I'm just going to get right into the episode. I don't really have anything else to say (laughs) besides that. I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. And, uh, you know, just trying to get my life together. So, yeah, early in the morning. I'll be honest. The reason why I'm late doing this is because I had a date, guys. That's what happened. I had a date. I put things to the wayside for that date. And listen, was it worth it? Yes, it was. Neither here nor there. So anyways, so into the episode. Let's go. All right. The end of episode three, that was when Michael decided to, decided to do his speech. Toast, toast, <laughs> a toast of apologies. Um, and so the beginning of episode four is the continuation of said toast. I mean, let's just get right into the fact that I mean, is anybody shocked that Mike was not, aka Michael, as I like to call him, was not telling the truth? I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't. I wasn't shocked not one little bit. We all knew that he was lying. That cockamamie story that he came up with (laughs) at MJ's house made no kind of fucking sense. Made no kind of sense. What I find interesting is that he was saying in his speech, you know, that this had been eating him up for the last like few days, just the last few days, just the last few days. Because this happened days before you guys went to Paul's drinks. So just now it's been eating you up. Interesting. Interesting. And also he acted like how he was saying the toast was as if him and Paulina had had this conversation and that he now was apologizing. You know, he had already apologized to her, but now is apologizing in front of his friends. That's how the toast came off to me. So it was weird to me that Paulina like just got there like the day before and he's acting like they had already had this conversation. You know what I mean? Like it was like, like they had like an in-depth combo about it before. I don't know. Or maybe they did have an in-depth combo, but he wasn't going to be honest about what was going on until Paulina came there. So then he could be honest in front of her. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. That's the only thing. That is the only thing. And I don't know how they have like worked air quotes, everybody. I don't know how they have worked through it. Please give me a break. This is when, which shocked me again. (laughs) I don't understand how he is giving a speech to his girlfriend and then cut, you know, and is apologizing because he had cheated on her. I do not understand how we are then cutting to, there's a snake in the group. It blows my mind. Keep the speech about your girl. Okay, she's the one that deserves that fucking respect and that apology. Why are you taking away from that? Why, Mike? Michael, why? Why? Mike is saying that there's a snake in the group. I was so confused by the story that he was trying to say. 
I did not understand. It sounded like he was saying that he got caught creating or, you know, sending those messages, but then somebody created spoof messages and somehow he thinks that Gigi is the one that created the spoof messages and that the reason why he thinks that is because Reza told him that Gigi was creating the spoof messages. Yeah, everybody, did you, did everybody follow? Because I sure as shit was confused. What fucking, like, what, what part of those messages were spoof messages that Paulina sent out? Please, tell me. Can't wait to hear, Michael. It makes absolutely no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, And then, I mean, Gigi made a very good point in her testimonial. She said, why would I be telling you to go get side bitches, but then I would be sending you spoof messages trying to get you caught up in something? Exactly, Michael. That doesn't make, that doesn't add up. It does not add up. I'm sorry. I'm, there's no way. I do not think that Gigi was involved in this at all. I think Mike is trying to not take the heat for the whole situation that he created. Do I think that maybe Reza may have said something, maybe perhaps in a jokingly way, like wasn't meant to be like serious, maybe to Michael? I think that's a possibility. I do think that's possible. Do I think that Reza actually was like fully like, no, 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 it was Gigi. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know that it was, I don't think that he was. I don't think that he was. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But I do know for one thing, it definitely was not fucking Gigi. So now Reza and Michael need to fucking figure out what the fuck, figure out their goddamn stories. But then Reza, I don't know, because then later on, um, Mike is saying that he thinks that maybe Reza sent the messages and not Gigi. Well, then if that's what you think, then why the fuck did you make a toast blaming Gigi for sending spoof messages? <laughs> that's why I'm saying. Like, I think Michael is trying to get the shit off. Of, like, he is trying to make sure that he is not the one that takes all the blame. That somebody else is taking the blame in this crazy ass fucking situation that he fucking created. I, ugh, wow, wow, wheat was. I'm gonna be sick and tired of talking about Mike by the end of this. I will tell you that right now because that, I mean, listen, that's a, listen, am I enjoying the show? Yes, I am. Am I super stoked that this is like our biggest storyline is just Michael cheating on his girlfriend? No. Cause I mean, that's all we're gonna fucking talk about, guys. That's all. That's all. But listen, you know, who knows what could happen. That's just where I feel like it's going right now. It's just, ugh, goodness. So, you know, it's going to get tiring after a while. That's all I'm saying. That's all. And then also Michael had mentioned that Reza had told him that if he told anybody that Reza was going to beat his ass. Now, Mike, Mike, really, really, you've never been afraid of Reza before. You guys have been in multiple arguments, altercations, however you want to fucking put it, multiple of them, okay? And both of you have threatened to kick, kick each other's asses during that time. So you, what, really thought that Reza was going to fucking beat your ass so you didn't feel comfortable to, to say anything until now when you were doing your apology tour? Please. Please, please, please. I don't believe that for a second, that he was scared and that, you know, he didn't say anything because Reza threatened him to air quotes, everybody, please, please. <laughs> I don't believe that for a 
hot, 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 hot second. Not at all. Now we cut to Nima in his conf in his confessional. And I thought it was little Nima, guys. Like, I just he is just like so sweet. He was really hurt. <laughs> he was really hurt that Michael had lied to him. That he was just like, listen, if you could lie, if you could lie to me for that long, like what does that mean? But then also Nima also is like, I don't know who the fuck to believe. Because Gigi is still, it sound, looks like, and I had no idea about this, but Gigi is good friends with Jessica, Mike's ex-wife. Suspicious, yes. But again, do I think that Gigi had anything to do with it? Absolutely fucking not. No way. Okay, this girl has a brand new baby at home. All right, she has bigger bigger things to be worrying about than where the fuck Mike's sticking his dick. Sorry to be so... <laughs> Sorry to be so blunt about that and a little harsh, but she is like, honestly, after this all goes down, Mike saying that Reza's the snake, blah, 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 blah. Reza like leaves the house. Reza leaves like two in the morning, which I thought was shocking because <laughs> when the cameras are still up, he's saying that he's just going to leave in the morning. Um, little do we know that like, that means he's literally like leaving like now because it's already like, you know, one in the morning or whatever when this shit's going down. So he leaves at two in the morning. Gigi feels like he's just, you know, sliding out and just kind of left her in the sense to defend for herself when like it's she's the one that's being told that you know that her and my or you know that Reza and Mike think that she was the one that was spoofing messages so I didn't really like that Reza just left like that I mean I can understand that he didn't want to deal with the confrontation of it all I get that but if you did not say that Gigi did that then you should be there defending Gigi and standing up for the fact that she did not do that very fucking simple. Stand up for yourself and stand up for Gigi, who you're supposed to be good friends with now, okay? And saying that that's not what I said, there's no way that Gigi would do that. End of story. But no, instead you fucking left. So I can see why Gigi is a little like, um, excuse me, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then Gigi, you know, in her confessional again, she's just saying that she feels like she is just being the person that, you know, people can just like blame stuff on. Or, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's not like she's had an easy time with this group, but also, I mean, it's not like she's made it easy for herself either. So all the girls, so Reza's left where the next morning, Reza has left the building. Um, MJ, Gigi, and Destiny are all sitting outside chatting it up and stuff. And I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but of course MJ believes Mike. I mean, she's still rebuilding her relationship with Reza. So I guess I'm not surprised that she believes him, but I am surprised. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing that basically everybody doesn't think that Gigi actually did it. They just think that Reza is trying to like stir the pot and trying to create issues. That's, you know, so I think that's where it's coming from. I think that's where we're, where we're at with that. You know, so they're just chatting that out. Fucking Landon busts out a, a pendulum and that thing, ugh wasn't the right energy Landon to bring out that pendulum it was these people weren't ready for it that pendulum didn't know what to do it was it was gravitating to towards too much too much energy because that thing wasn't uh it was iffy to say the least so before they leave Palm Springs that MJ and Gigi were sitting down and able to just kind of have like a conversation which I feel like this conversation probably should have happened oh I don't know maybe day one or two but who am I um so MJ apologizes and just saying that, you know, that she 
that she notices that, you know, she would apologize and then keep fucking up. And I thought that was really some great reflecting on MJ's part because she definitely has done that. That's exactly her MO. She'll apologize and then just keep, you know, fucking with people. Um, so <laughs> I'm glad that she realized that and that she is, you know, wanting to change that with, um, with Gigi. I was glad to see that they are, you know, trying to start over. I mean, listen, we shall see what happens with that friendship. Who knows? We've seen them apologize and make up and then shit will hit the fan in 2.5. So understandable that Gigi was apprehensive about the whole situation. <laughs> but, you know, happy to see that they are, they're, they're trying, you know, so I see a lot of growth with Gigi and MJ. I mean, they were both, both of them straight messy boots. Um, I mean, MJ was always messy booting around. Gigi was just a, a ball of fury. So I'm happy to see that they are able to just like really kind of like reflect on things and, you know, change and, and change and grow and, and reflect and see what they can do better for the future. I'm just loving them this season. So anywho, everybody's back to their respective homes. Okay. We're out of Palm Springs. So we cut to... Side note though, did anybody catch MJ's sunglass rack? I mean, get me one of those. I want one. Just, I mean, I have a, I have a few pairs of just glasses because I refuse to put contacts in my eyeballs. And then I also, I mean, I have, I'm always finding sunglasses that I forgot that I had. You know, you put them in a purse, you put them in a bag, you know, and then you, you know, put that bag back in the storage because it's not your daily bag. And then you grab the bag again. You're like, holy shit. I forgot I had these sunglasses. Quite a few pairs of sunglasses as well. And that rack is what I need in my life. It, it's like a rack that you would see. I don't know. I mean, you know, at like a, at a department store, but I'm like, I want it in my home. So anyways, I just thought it was great. And especially the sunglass game that MJ is showing, I would expect nothing less from her, but to have a sunglass rack. It makes sense. Bravo, bravo. So back to it. So MJ is telling Tommy, about what's kind of been going on. Um, she was telling him about like Reza and how like drunk he got and, you know, the robe situation, that goddamn Versace robe. <laughs> oh, goodness. And Tommy just said, I'd rather have my eyes eaten out by a squirrel than see Reza. Now that is descriptive. You know what I mean? Some people might say, I'd rather have my eyes mauled out by a bear, but have them eaten out by a squirrel. That's aggressive. And the fact that he would rather do that than see Reza, I think speaks volumes, everybody. <laughs> speaks volumes. So then she tells, uh, MJ tells Tommy that Micah had apologized, that he was sending inappropriate texts. And I laughed so hard when Tommy said, Mike has unprotected texts. <laughs> he does have unprotected texts. Just need to, uh, Polly needs to put a, a lock on that thing. <laughs> but listen, if you were ever at that point in your life where you have to check your man's messages or you have to put a lock on his goddamn phone to make sure that he's not doing something that he shouldn't be, get the fuck out. Please. What are you, why do you need that kind of stress in your life on either end, man or woman? Nobody needs that kind of stress on their life. If you are having to if you are ever concerned about what is on your partner's fucking phone, please. No, it's not. That's not okay. That's not okay. Okay. They should be making you feel confident that you should not have to do that. Very fucking simple. Just saying. 
Just saying. That was just a quick little side topic <laughs> on just knowing your self-worth, everybody. All right. Anywho, back to Shaw's. Okay. So um, Reza was updating with Adam. I truly just, I was in and out on that. I just, I don't know. Adam is kind of annoying to me. I have loved him, loved him every single season. But for some reason, I just, I'm having a hard time getting behind, uh, getting behind him this season. Not like get behind him, but just like, I don't know. There's something about him that is just putting me off. When he is on the screen, I'm just like, ugh. I mean, thank God he's not on the screen much. The only thing that I jotted down <laughs> when Reza and Adam were talking was that Adam told Reza, you sound raspy. Yeah, because he got home at two in the morning and he's been fucking drunk for the last two days. It's going to sound a little raspy. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what else to fuck to say about that whole situation. Basically, Reza was just telling Adam what was going on and that, um, you know, that he just had to get out of there because he couldn't believe that Mike, you know, was trying to blame him when he can't keep his dick in his pants. You know, that the old song and dance, everybody. <laughs> so... So we are now, after after talking with uh, Adam and Reza, we then cut to Mike and Paulina. Oh, you guys, he drives me nuts. Okay, he says to her, I didn't know what love was before her. I didn't know what love was before her. Mike, please take a seat. And I'm going to need you to listen real hard right? If you didn't know what love was before her, then guess what? You probably should have kept your dick in your pants. I hate that fucking line, unless you actually fucking mean it. But somebody that's cheating on their fucking girlfriend and then wants to bring out the line of, I didn't know love before her, you're full of fucking shit. Because if you didn't know what love was before her, you wouldn't fucking have ruined it or possibly ruined it. Because for whatever reason, Paulina's still fucking sticking around. So lucky you, Mike. Lucky you. You're trying to tell us and her that you didn't know love before her. Well, guess what? If you loved her that motherfucking much, then you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. Okay? All right. Now, back to the podcast. <laughs> Oh, I just don't know what to say with Paulina. I don't know what to say. I don't know why she's saying, I don't know why she is now saying, I can't do this if this happens again. I'm sorry, what? Because I mean, wasn't it like the first or second episode? I'm pretty sure that Paulina had said that this was not the first time that something like this has happened. So why the fuck now are you saying this can't happen again? It, that should have been fucking said the first time that it happened. And the fact that you took him back then, he should have been goddamn thankful. Not continuing to do the same shit. I don't know. Listen, I don't know if it's, I don't know if Paulina's staying for the show. I don't know if Paulina is staying for, you know, to be on the show. Maybe she just, you know, she sees something great in him and doesn't want to leave him. And it's like, listen. <laughs> Uh, that's not the reason to stay. He should be showing you greatness. You shouldn't be hoping for greatness. Let me rephrase that. He should be showing you greatness. 
You shouldn't be hoping that he's going to show you greatness. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay. Anywho. On to the rest of the show, guys. I can't with those two anymore. Like, Jesus. All right. Cut two. We are with um, Reza and MJ. They are doing like a little hike together. It looks like they're like running up some stairs, which I was just like, those stairs look treacherous. I'm pretty sure I've been to those stairs though before, I feel like. But anywho. Um, yeah, but those stairs look crazy. They just look very familiar. Probably they were like when I was like a kid or something. But neither that's neither here nor there. All right. I mean, listen, I love Reza and MJ. I find them so fucking cute. Oh, I just, I love their friendship. I really do. As much as I hate what Reza said and what he did to MJ last year, as much as I also hate the things that were done to Reza by MJ, they both are always messy booting around. That's the thing. That's why they're best friends or we're best friends because they're constantly messy booting around. So, you know, they're made for each other. That's all. That's all. So they start talking about that night where um, Reza left and Reza is saying that it was just really triggering to him. Um, it sounds like because of like his dad, um, you know, always cheating. And, you know, he was saying, of course, there wasn't text then, but there were receipts. Um, but I'm like, Reza, come on. Like, why? Ugh, listen, I understand that it's like triggering to you or whatever. I get that. But um, you weren't the one that was being called out for doing spoof messages. You know, like, I don't, it, it just seems like, again, I feel like his anger or his triggeredness is like almost like displaced. Like it doesn't make sense in that situation. Why are you putting that? It would be one thing to be triggered by that. If Adam did that to you, why the fuck does it matter if Michael is doing that to Paul? Of course it matters, but I'm just saying, why is it affecting him so much when Mike is doing that to Paulina? Like you told Paulina, like you told Mike, you don't want to be in the middle of it done and over. That's it. So stop putting yourself in the middle of it. I don't know. But I thought it was, I really loved the saying that both Reza and MJ said um, when they were, when they were talking about Reza being triggered, um, was just saying, not my monkey, not my circus. I feel like that's an old saying, but for some reason it really resonated. I, like I finally like, I don't know, maybe just like really took it in. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I feel like I've heard that before, but really heard it this time. <laughs> I like I like it. I like it. Not my monkey, not my circus. But I will say that definitely MJ really seems to have grown quite a bit within the last year. And same with Gigi as well. I think I was kind of saying this before, but I really am just like really proud of them. I feel like they both have really grown, have really grown quite a bit, quite a bit. I'm just happy just to see, you know, people growing and changing and yeah. So then we cut to uh, a friendship that I never really thought I would see. You know, I thought Reza and Nima would be closer than um, Reza and Mike, but you know, shit, shit happens. So they start talking about this whole spoofing situation again, okay? And I, again, I cannot follow this damn story. So this is where Mike tells Nima that he thinks that Reza was the one that was doing the spoof messages. And this is what I thought interesting, because they cut to Nima in a confessional. And he is just saying, basically... It's crazy that Mike is now saying that he thinks that Reza did the spoof messages when he was the one that was speaking up Reza to Nima and saying, like, Reza's, like, such a good guy. Like, he's awesome. Like, you know, whatever. And then also Nima said, listen, he was just saying that 
it just seems like quite like a, a crazy story. And the thing is, is that if Paulina never sent the fucking messages to everybody, then everybody wouldn't be in their fucking business. So y'all put this on yourselves. You should have maybe not sent messages to people if you didn't want people to be in your fucking business. End of story. And you should have just said your apology to your fucking girlfriend while you all are in Palm Springs and drop it the fuck there. But still, still though, you're continuing to perpetuate your wild fucking quack, quackadoo fucking story. I don't know what a quackadoo is, but it seemed right. And so I kept, I just continued on with that. <laughs> it's a quackadoo fucking story, guys. It doesn't make any sense. If you don't want them to keep talking about it, then stop bringing it the fuck up. I don't care about these wackadoo fucking spoof messages or whatever. Regardless, you were still messaging a girl that you shouldn't have been messaging, number one. And then you were sending messages saying that you wanted to fuck this girl. So number two, so you are in the wrong. It doesn't matter after that, truly. I mean, yes, it does matter that people should not be sending spoof messages basically to um, create more of an issue. But regardless, though, you were already in a motherfucking issue. You were already in an issue with spoof messages or no spoof messages. The spoof messages would matter if you hadn't been fucking messaging somebody else and it was just the spoof messages. But that's not what's happening here. Not even a fucking little bit. You message somebody, you didn't, and then somehow some other spoof messages are coming up because you're trying to fucking save face. You're trying not to get in trouble, Mike, for everything that you did, but just a, a little part, a little piece of it you're trying to take um, responsibility for, but you don't want to take responsibility of all of it, so now there's spoof messages. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Walk out. Close the door behind you. Thank you very much. I can't. I can't. Makes no sense makes no sense. That's the thing. Like the story makes absolutely fucking no sense. I cannot wrap my mind around it. I can't. (laughs) And it seems like, like I was saying before, it seems like this is going to be quite, this is going to be the storyline for the season. Is everybody trying to get down to the nitty gritty of this whole fucking situation? And um, it looks like Mike's going to really be burning some bridges. That's all I'm saying. Oh, goodness. All right. We're done with Mike for today. We're done with Mike. I can't anymore. So on to um, Gigi and MJ, um, they meet up, um, and MJ brings her son Shamps, which I like, ugh, I love that she named him after her dad and his name, his little name is Shamps. So cute. Um, or Shams. I don't know guys. I feel like now I'm now, I I'm scared that I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it is Shamps. Ugh. Or Shams. I don't think it's Shams, but I don't think there's a P like how it's like spelled. It's like Shams. Maybe it is Shams. Maybe I'm adding the P on there. I don't know. I feel bad now that I don't don't know. (laughs) I think it is Shams. Picturing the name right now, it is S-H-A-M-S, right? It's Shams. Shams, not Shams. Goodness. I I think that is right. Okay, so, so, you know... (laughs) Disregard. Disregard Shams. Shams. We're going to stick with Shams. That seems right. So anyways, we got MJ and her son and Gigi meeting up and Gigi, Gigi brought her dog. She left her son, Elijah, at home. So those two are, you know, chatting it out and, um, you know, they're just kind of, you know, I feel like they're just kind of talking about random things and, um, but 
Gigi does invite MJ to her welcoming party for her son, um, which is going to be themed as an African jungle. What I thought was interesting, though, is that it's an adult party. But it's a welcoming party for your son, no? So why not have kids there, too? Or... I mean, maybe that is just because it's, um, you know, COVID times and maybe that was just be easier, you know, I don't know, because then, you know, the adults can wear a mask, you know, if you have a bunch of kids then you know, that gets tricky. So I, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's where she was going with it. But I just thought it was very interesting. That's an adult party for welcoming your son. Interesting stuff. But I do really enjoy, I was really noticing like how, um, the way that Gigi is like talking to, like, she is really like thinking things through, like she's not going off like impulsively. Like I feel like she has in the past, like she would just like lose her shit real quick and just fucking, you know, go off the handle. End of story. That was Gigi, you know? So I am really liking though, that this season, like you can really tell that she's really thinking things through and really trying to just make a good, a, a great, you know, a good decision. Um, and, you know, looking at all, like, all aspects, especially with the whole Reza of it all. Yeah, guys, I did spell, I, in my notes, I spelled out, um, I spelled out his name. It's S-H-A-M-S, so Shams. I don't know why I was calling him Shams. Do they call him Shams? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right, well, something to be, something for my for myself to look out for on the next episode, so which just comes out tomorrow. So, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on the next episode. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to Gigi. Um, with the whole Reza of it all, I could tell that she was like really trying to like think it out in the sense, like, I know that me and Reza have really overcome quite a few things. And I don't want to think that he would do this to me after we've overcome so much. But also I know that Mike will definitely try to save face. So I don't know what the fuck to do here. And then we find out that Tommy does not want Reza to meet Shams. That is where Tommy has drawn the line. He does not Reza to meet his son. He's okay with everything else, but that is where he has drawn the line in the sand. And that is all that Reza wants. I mean, not that all that he wants, but that is, he really is really saddened in the fact that he has not met MJ's son yet, but everybody else has. I mean, well, not everybody, but, you know, for the most part, um, well, like, I mean, it sounds like he was really upset that Mike has met, you know, has over to his house, has seen his, seen her son. Um, now guys, I'm afraid to even say his name. Um, <laughs> I just keep saying MJ's son. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So I, so it looks like this next episode, um, that is where the um, MJ is going to be letting him know that that is where Tommy has drawn the line. Um, you know, and and, then, and and in the preview, she's saying, you know, well, you still have a restraining or a restraining order out on him. And he's like, well, he threatened my life and ruined my lawn. And it's like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But like, ugh. I don't know. Like this could have been taken down a long time ago. It really could have been. That would have been the olive branch to try to mend some things. And instead, and I think I want to say that MJ, I feel like I heard her say in one of her confessionals that, that uh, Reza extended it. So that's not helping anything, Reza, especially if you want to resolve a situation and you want to be able to see, um, you know, MJ's, MJ and Tommy's son, because it's not just MJ's son. Tommy 100% has a say in who he, 
who is around his son. And that is where he is drawing the line currently. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen there, but it seems like, you know, they, I don't want to say they have like a blow up, but they do have a pretty heated conversation about it, which I think needs to happen. Like you guys have just like MJ and Reza have just been kind of trying to mend their friendship, but they're just sweeping shit underneath the, underneath the rug. They're not even trying to be aware of actually what the issues are. They're just trying to mend their friendship. And it's like, no, like Reza needs to really like apologize for what he said. And he needs to apologize to Tommy as well for what he said. He really does. Because that wasn't okay. Tommy was in a really, I mean, imagine that, you know, if you could, Reza, you know what I mean? Like, imagine that you, know, you watch your partner go through something extremely traumatic and then they can no longer have children anymore. And then you want to then scream to the, from the rooftops, or should I say scream from the balcony, that the reason why she can't do that is because she had multiple abortions. Like, that is just not okay. I don't even like, I, I don't even like that I just repeated what he said. I will be very fucking honest. Like, I just find what he did was just so disgusting. What she chooses to do with her fucking body is what is her goddamn choice. And don't you dare say that because she made that choice to not have children at a time that she wasn't ready to have children is now what she is now having to pay for in a sense for, um, you know, now after having one child, like, you know, like it, it's just gross. It is just gross. And that's her own personal business. You had no right to throw that out there like that. And imagine the emotional turmoil that he was going through after watching his wife and son go through something like that, where there, I'm sure that there were times that he wasn't sure if either one of them were going to make it. He, it was on an emotional fucking roller coaster, 100%, and then finds out that his wife can no longer have children because of it. That's a hard thing, especially when, like, you know how much MJ wanted to have a family, and I'm sure that Tommy wanted to have a couple kids as well. You know, I, I don't think that they plan to just have just one child. And not to say they don't have other options, but I'm just saying they definitely, that was their, probably their, that was probably their plan, their future. They wanted to have more than one child. And again, not to say that they can't, there are other avenues, but it is, it's, it's something, you know, that you just kind of, it's, it's a hard thing when that is taken, you know, kind of taken away from you and you, you know, didn't expect that. I don't know. I, I will and forever will be team Tommy. I really am. I mean, obviously I'll defend that man to the day I die. <laughs> I love Tommy. I love Reza and MJ also, but I do think there needs to be a lot of apologies that need to go around for this situation to even begin to mend. You know, I understand like definitely what Tommy did was not okay. And I'm not saying that what he did was okay, but I think just put yourself in his shoes in the sense, like his wife was in ICU. Somebody's talking shit about her like that. And he fucking lost it. He fucking lost it. You know, was it, it, was it okay that he lost it on, on you, Reza? No, but he, he had some real pent up anger about a lot of things. And unfortunately you were the one that got the wrath of it. That's just, that is what happened. That's what happened again, not saying that it's right. I mean, and thank God you guys weren't home, you know? Thank goodness, because that, that whole situation could have been a whole lot worse. It's better to have lost a couple of plants than something that, not, that that for sure something that you all could not have come back from if hands were actually laid on somebody, you know? So, oh, Lord. All right, guys. Well, that is, that's, that, that, that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> I feel like I've talked enough about it. 
Ah, oh, goodness gracious. Between that situation and fucking Mike's penis. Jesus. Good gravy. So next week's episode is maybe Elijah's welcoming party. I am excited to see that. That's where Reza and MJ are going to have the little kerfuffle, of course. Of course, at this, for, at this damn, at this poor baby's welcoming party, these fuckers are going to decide to have this fucking conversation. It's like nobody can just have a sit, like a sit down somewhere. We got to do this in a setting where we're supposed to be welcome, welcoming a baby. Hey, adios mios. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I can't remember what else was in the preview, but, um, like I said earlier, I'm hoping to be able to, um, you know, watch the episode of course on a, on Sunday and try to get these episodes out either Monday or Tuesday. So that, those are, that's my plan guys. I know that I am a little bit behind and this week I got a little bit more behind just, you know, I was really busy with work this week and then how to date and, you know, so things just kind of got put a little bit to the wayside, but um, that's okay. It's okay. Like I, I love, I love doing this, but also I have a lot of other things going on. And so we're just doing our best. So yes. So again, um, please check out, um, the, I, um, my IG page, uh, give me more reality, please follow. Um, and yeah. Uh, and then also of course this podcast is available on, you know, on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon. <laughs> I always forget poor little baby Amazon. Um, so yeah, so please listen, please share with your friends, please like subscribe and I hope everybody enjoys it. And yeah, that's, pr that's pretty much, that's all I got guys. So we'll get this out as soon as possible. And like I said, hopefully we can start getting episodes out either Mondays or Tuesdays. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. This has been give me more reality with Kylie. Thanks so much, guys.